0: It's no secret that we're treading uncharted waters right now. Minute by minute, day by day, everything is changing and it's all out of our control. I would be amiss if I didn't address the elephant in the room. COVID-19 is nothing like we have ever experienced before, but I have made a promise to you, the listeners of this podcast, to give you tangible, actionable steps that you can take to create the life you want to live and to help you build a legacy that generations to come will remember you by. So how do we do that when literally every second of the day is unknown? Well, I have 10 tips for you today that will help you not only get through COVID-19, but beyond. Let's do this. Hey, girl! Welcome to Slay Out Loud. This is a podcast designed for women who are on their journey to become the best versions of themselves. I'm your host, Jerica Hetty. I'm a wife, a stepmom, an entrepreneur, and the creator of the Slaydies Den, which is a women empowerment movement focused on gratitude, self care, and giving back. I'm here to share real life stories, offer you support and encouragement as you travel on your journey. So let's get started. Alright, ladies, a welcome to episode 22 of Slay Out Loud. Like I mentioned in the intro, I am giving you 10 tips that you can do to control the controllable. I don't want to downplay the seriousness of COVID-19, but every day is unknown. We don't know when our time is up we don't know when we are going to lose a loved one this is everyday life normally i think that it's magnified exponentially because of the virus but the foundation is still the same we don't know the day or the hour that will be our last we have no control of that so today i want to share with you 10 tips that will help us control the controllable during these unprecedented times I took a little bit before I addressed this publicly because I wanted to make sure that these things are something that we can all do. And I wanted to test the theory out myself first because I want to do the things I tell you and not just tell you them. Today, when I'm recording this, is the first day that I have felt overly anxious since all this started. As I did these 10 steps today, I realized that yes, This is a great tool and I have to share them with you. So let's dive in. Tip number one, understand that your feelings are valid. You are allowed to feel whatever it is that you are feeling, no matter how trivial it might seem. Maybe you are a mom and once a month, you take some well-deserved time to go get a mani-pedi and get your hair done. It's something that you look forward to do every single month. It's your chance to catch up with your favorite magazine and unplug for the day, and it makes you feel beautiful. It's okay to grieve the loss of that time and what it means to you. Maybe your birthday is in the next month. If you're anything like me, your birthday is bigger than Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's combined. It's a big freaking deal. You have all of your closest friends gather around you, and you already have your outfit picked out and reservations at your favorite dinner spot. Now all of that is on hold or even canceled. It's okay to grieve that. Perhaps you are a bride-to-be. The most important day of your life is approaching and you are tasked with figuring out if you need to or even if you can reschedule or what you have to do. I can't imagine the stress and the emotional roller coaster that you are feeling, but I do know that your feelings are valid and it is okay to feel all of those feelings. Girl, you are human. As much as we would like to think that we are supposed to be happy-go-lucky and let's live our best lives all the time, the truth of the matter is this time of the great unknown is going to take a toll on us. So feel your feels. They are valid and they matter. Tip number two, make your bed. Yes, girl, I am so serious about this. The rest of these tips are physical things that you can do to help control the controllable. This is one of the most simple but greatest impacts. As soon as you get out of bed, no I didn't say get up at 5 a.m. I don't think now is the time to have a super rigid schedule so for now just get out of bed so as soon as you get out of bed make it this does a few things one it signals to your brain that you are up and moving and to activate brain power this also signals an official start to the day I don't know about you But once my bed is made, I am less tempted to get back in it. Also, I love coming back to my room and seeing my bed neatly made. It brings me so much peace. See, something so little as making your bed has such a big impact on the rest of the day. Tip number three, gratitude. Y'all knew it was coming, right? Gratitude. In episode 20, I break down for you the steps to slay the day. But the first step is to start each day with gratitude. And how, how do we do that? We start by listing at least three things that we are grateful for. Need help thinking of three things? Well, one, you woke up. Two, you just made your bed which means you have a home that you are safe in. Three, you have the ability to connect with the outside world from the safety of your own home through the internet and your smartphone. Gratitude helps us control our mindset. So when those feelings of anxiety and fear creep in, gratitude gives us the tools to take our power back. We can turn those feelings into things to be grateful for. When we are anxious, we can be grateful that our feelings are validated. When we are sad because we are missing our friends, we can be grateful for the other ways to connect with them. When our eyebrows are bushy, our roots are showing, and our nails are all jacked up, we can be grateful that we are not in this alone. <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say, though, right? Gratitude helps us to shift our mindset back into a positive state, regardless of what's going on around us. Can we talk Instagram for just one second? Instagram has quickly become one of my favorite places to hang out, and I'm loving IG stories. So here's what I want you to do. Before we even dive in any deeper into this episode, I want you to pause, run over to Instagram, and follow me at Hedy. That's J-E-R-A-K-A-H-H-E-A-D-Y. I would love to connect with you on instagram so go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode tag me in your stories and i will be sure to give you a shout out let's be friends on ig tip number four journal this goes along with gratitude but i have found when i journal I am able to work through my feelings, explore more things to be grateful for, and even more. Journaling helps me to get all of the things in my head out on paper, and it literally feels like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders when I'm done. There is no rhyme or reason to the way that I journal. I would encourage you just to start writing. When you have run out of thoughts, you're done for the day. Tip number five, move your body, girl. That's a song, right? Move your body, girl, makes the fellows go. Okay, I won't sing anymore. It goes something like that though, right? Girl, you need to move. I'm coming off of some really weird lymphatic issues with my leg and I have some other issues. So I've been doing Peloton rides. I know someone is going to ask, but no, I do not have a Peloton bike. I don't have the coins like that right now to be spending a couple of grand on a bike. So I got a really good dupe on Amazon and I have the Peloton app, which is only like $13 a month. Hashtag balling on a budget. I love it though. It is a great way to get a major sweat session in from the comfort of my living room. I also use Beachbody On Demand, which is like Netflix, but of workouts. But honestly, you don't need either of those things. You can stream workouts on YouTube or do a simple stretching or yoga, but move your body. This is one of those things I normally struggle with, but I'm finding that now more than ever, I need it. I crave it. I feel like I am starting to go stir crazy. So go for a walk if you can. If you can't, grab one of these suggestions or even look on Pinterest for some ideas. Whatever it is, just move your body for 30 minutes every day. You're not going to want to some days, maybe even most days, but do it anyways. You will feel so much better after you did. Tip number six, shower and put on real clothes. So the shower part will be easy if you do tip number five. But so far, during the social distancing, I have seen so many people and so many memes about yoga pants and pajamas and not showering, etc. And while I love a good laugh as much as the next guy, I just want to say that you gotta put on some real clothes. It doesn't matter that you aren't going anywhere. It's all about the mindset, you guys. And while I'm the queen at comfy clothes, baggy sweatpants, and hoodies, I also know that my vibration is instantly raised when I spruce it up. If you're going to wear leggings or yoga pants, at least make sure you're changing them every day, okay? Put on a cute tee, add some jewelry, do your hair, put on a little makeup. Just because we are home doesn't mean like we have to look homeless. I've been watching reruns of Mad Men lately and I'm always intrigued by how Betty and the other housewives always look so put together. Makeup is flawless, hair done, heels on, cute outfit, all of that just to make some dinner. Seriously, though, take some time and put yourself together. Tip number seven, let the light of day in. Open all your curtains, peel back the blinds, pull up the shades, turn on the lights. Let the light in. There is nothing more depressing than being in a dark room. The world is dark enough right now. We need light One bonus tip that you might want to try, turn off the dark mode on your phone and your computer. I was absolutely shocked by how much my mood improved when I turned off the dark mode on my iPhone. Now I will say that I do have it set to change to dark mode at night, but for a while I had it on dark mode all the time. It was not good for me. So if you've been using dark mode, try turning it off for a few days and see if you notice a difference. Tip number eight, drink your water, girl. Another thing I struggle with normally that seems to have exacerbated during this time is drinking water. I get so caught up in what I'm doing, I forget to drink it. In fact, as I'm sitting here with you, I just realized that I haven't drank any water in a few hours. If you're anything like me, you don't necessarily enjoy plain water. I feel like I always have to put something in my water in order to drink it. So my tips for you on increasing the amount of water you consume. One, I have to have a straw. I drink everything through a straw, even coffee most times, but a straw makes it easier for me to just suck it down. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that I'm tongue-tied, but I feel better when I have a straw. Now be kind to the earth, get yourself a silicone or a metal straw, okay? Plastic is so last year. Also, add some fruits and or some herbs to your water. Cut up some strawberries, add some fresh basil, or have lemon and limes. Something to give it some taste. And lastly, you can drink your water from a fancy glass. A wine glass, a champagne flute, a goblet, anything that enhances the experience of drinking it. I try to drink at least 100 ounces of water every day, and it's a struggle most of the time. I have noticed, though, when I do these things, it's easier for me to drink. Tip number nine, check in on a loved one. This can be a girlfriend, an aunt or an uncle, your grandparents, anyone who you're not living with and can't physically get to for the time being. I have used FaceTime more in the last three weeks than I ever have, and honestly, I'm here for it. I love it. Schedule a virtual brunch date with your girlfriends, have your grandma show you how to make her famous pie recipe, or just check in and see how they're doing as well. I'm in a couple of group chats now thanks to this, and honestly, I'm so grateful to be able to get to know some of the people I admire most a little better now. And last but not least... Tip number 10, get some sleep. I cannot stress this one enough, you guys. I've been lacking on sleep for like the last decade. And while I'm not saying sleep the next month away, I am saying that you should listen to your body. Get an adequate amount of sleep every night. For me right now, that's about eight to nine hours. Make sure you're disconnecting at least 30 minutes before trying to go to sleep as well. Turn off the electronics. Put your phone to bed. I like to spend my last 30 minutes of the day journaling or reading a book before I turn the lights out. It really helps me to turn everything off and give myself time to unwind. Also, don't be afraid to throw a nap in there if you need to. Maybe instead of grabbing that extra cup or pot of coffee, just take a nap. Well, that's all I have for you ladies today. I hope this was helpful. Let me know which one of these is the hardest for you to implement so I know how I can help you more. Do you like these kind of episodes? They're a little bit longer, but I hope you find that it's worth your time. Until next time, cheers. All right, girl. So I hate goodbyes. So we're not saying goodbye. We're saying until next time. So until the next episode, here are the things that you can do to help me grow this podcast. You can head over to iTunes and you can leave a rating and a review and you can subscribe to the podcast right from iTunes. You can share this episode with a girlfriend. Better yet, you can share this on IG where I love to hang out in stories. Tag me in your stories with your greatest takeaway from today's episode. Y'all, this podcast is my new baby and we are going to grow this thing together. I am so glad that you are here. I am so grateful that you have listened this far into the episode, which means you're almost done. And I would love your feedback. Let me know what you want me to talk about on this podcast. This is for you. So girl, if you do those things, I will be forever grateful to you. Thank you so much. So until next time, I'm sending you light, love, and champagne. Or sparkling water if that's your jam. Cheers!